Thank you so much for joining us today on this broadcast time, and we're very grateful for your partnership and your interest in the Word of God. I've been in a series, uh, and this will be the fourth session on the. I've taken you into my prayer room. I am praying for you by divine mandate from the Lord. This is not a yay me. This is a holy responsibility as a pastor to pray for those who are um, under my shepherding. And uh, we have many people, not just in our local body, but all over the body of Christ, uh, who look to Dean and I as spiritual shepherds in their life, if not the pastor, a pastor in their life. And what a great honor that is. So today I want to take you in to the fourth uh, prayer that I pray for you every day. I want you to know that a shepherd under God's calling is praying a prayer for you every day. The first three, I've uh, talked to you uh, and I've used the prayer of Jesus. Uh, I've used the prayer of Paul and I've used the prayer out of Numbers where the Lord assigned the priest to pray daily for the people. Now today, I go back to the apostle prayers, uh, Paul's prayer in Ephesians chapter three, and I begin with verse 14. For this reason, I bow my knees before the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. That, now here's the content of the prayer. This is the prayer out of Holy Scripture. I know it's inspired. And so I pray this over you and your family every day. That he, the Father, would grant you according to the riches of his glory. Glory is the manifestation of the internal substance. Like electricity is the glory, uh, is the essence uh, for light. Light being the glory and electricity being the substance. That is that what the inner essence of God coming through his grace would grant us according to the riches of his glory that we would be strengthened with might. The word might there is the Greek word dunamis. It means explosive power. That we would be strengthened with might in our inner man, that is in our spirit man, our reborn spirit man, where the Holy Spirit lives after we have received the gift of God through faith of our salvation. That he would strengthen us with might by the Holy Spirit. Don't be afraid of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is just like Jesus. They have a different role, but he, he, Jesus said that the Holy Spirit would bear testimony of him. And the, it is the Holy Spirit who indwells us after our faith in Christ, and he indwells us in our inner man. Think for a minute that your inner man, your spirit man, is that living room of your spiritual person. Let's say that your soul would be the rooms in that inner, that house, that spiritual house in which the Holy Spirit lives. And the Bible is saying here that we are being prayed for that we would be strengthened with explosive power, the power of the Holy Spirit in our inner man. I don't know about you, but I desperately need the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said it like this, in and of yourself, you can do nothing. I believe that, and I am grateful for the mighty power of the Holy Spirit. In fact, Romans 8, 11 says that the, the, the spirit of him, 
who raised Jesus from the dead, if that spirit lives in you, and he does if we belong to Christ, then that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, the agency of the Holy Spirit, the power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us and will give life to our mortal bodies, not just in heaven, but right here as we live out our journey on the earth. So the prayer is that we would be strengthened in our inner man by the Holy Spirit. That, verse 17, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. That doesn't mean just the fact that he lives there, but to dwell means to be at home, to take his place as the Lord of that spiritual house, our inner man, and that he may have full access to every room, if you will, in our spiritual house, our inner man, our thoughts, our emotions, um, our, our will, that we might uh, know him, that by faith, uh, understand that it's faith that invites Christ to have his full reign in our spiritual house. It invites him into the house. It invites him into every room in that house. It is faith. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. In fact, uh, Hebrews eleven six says that without faith, it is impossible to please him. Everything you get from God has to come through faith. And that faith comes through the hearing of the word of God and the reception of it. So that the prayer is that we'd be strengthened with might in our inner man by the Holy Spirit, that Christ may be at home in every spiritual room of our house, that he may dwell in there by faith, and that we would be rooted and grounded in love. The word there is agape. It is unconditional, unrelenting, undeserved love. The love of God. It's that love that was poured out in our heart through the Holy Spirit when we received Christ as our Lord. And the prayer is that we'd be rooted and grounded in that love. As I was praying through this, the Lord uh, reminded me that the ground, the soil of our heart is necessary for the love of God to be rooted and grounded. Roots don't need competition from anything inferior. Sometimes that competition to the love of Christ being rooted and grounded might have to do with unbelief. You see, without faith, it is impossible to please God, just as we've said and seen in the scripture. Sometimes if I am being lazy in my own spiritual journey and not accessing the Lord, if I'm staying in neutral, I'm going to run down, I'm going to roll downhill. Uh, that laziness is not conducive to the atmosphere in which the love of God is developed. Um, if I am in a place of anger, that anger will choke uh, the word and the love of God from, from as the word says here, that it, would, it we may become rooted and grounded and may come to know that love in its fullness. If I harbor unforgiveness, you see, if somebody hurts me, I don't forgive them for their sake. I do it for Jesus' sake. So that if somebody has offended you, you can go right before the Lord in prayer and you say, Lord, because you have asked me to and because I have received your total and complete forgiveness for all of my sin, 
in the name of Jesus, I hereby decide to forgive them because you've asked me to. Unforgiveness will choke the revelation of the love of God. Bitterness is aged anger. It is a deep wound that we've never brought to the Lord and received his healing for. Jealousy, worry, fear. You see, 1 John 4, 16 says that God is love. And 4, 18 says, the love of God, it's the love of God that casts out fear. There is no fear in love. So the Lord would say to us, whatever you're fearing is a failure on your part to really receive my love poured out in your heart by the Holy Spirit if you're in Christ. So we got to really deal diligently uh, with fear and receive by faith the love of God, which is at the root of so many of our issues. Anxiety, whatever I'm worried about shows that I'm not trusting God in that particular area of my life and it becomes a competitor in the soil of my inner man that keeps me from really experiencing the love of God because if I am worried about it, it means I'm trying to control and manipulate the results myself instead of really trusting the Lord to be at work in me and through me and for me. Judgment. You know, if if there's somebody that I'm critical of, that if there's somebody that I am refusing to love and I am keeping them outside of the realm of the love of God, that really grieves the heart of God. Jesus said, I don't judge any man. That's in my Father's hands. So if we are judging uh, other people on the basis of, especially of externals, or if we're judging what their motives are or what we think they ought to be, we've got to give that up. We've got to, if we really want the love of God to be manifested mightily in our inner man, uh, not just in us, but through us, if we really want to be vessels of that love, then we've got to resign from judging other people. It grieves the heart of God. Notice that when the love of God is fully developed, sometimes we separate uh, these verses here in the third chapter. We've all heard and we love these verses. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond all that we ask or all that we think according to the power that works in us. Now what have we just read? The prayer is that that we'd be strengthened with might in our inner man by the Holy Spirit, that the love that we'd really come to know by faith, the love of Christ, that he'd be Lord over the inner house of our inner man, and that that love not just would be manifested to us, but would be transferred through us. Notice it's in that context that this promise comes that he will do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond all that we ask or think. If we're walking outside of the love of God, if we're walking in anger, unforgiveness, bitterness, judgment, fear, whatever, then we're not going to see the above and beyond. It's in the context of, walk, of walking in the love of God that that atmosphere is conducive for God to do those mighty things, those miraculous things, if you will. The above, we all want the uh, above and beyond, 
all that we ask or think. But we need to we need to do our part in beginning to be very, very serious about the the atmosphere of our inner man being under the control and direction of the Lordship of Jesus. And so understand here that that above and beyond is according to, that is in partnership with the power that works in us. So many times we're calling on God to do something powerful from without. Truth of the matter is the above and beyond begins on the within. It is in that inner atmosphere of our inner man where the Holy Spirit lives in us as believers, that where the love of God is, is Lord and is predominant in our inner man, that's the atmosphere where the above and beyond is able to be released. And that is when we can begin to expect him to do above and beyond all that we ask him to do or even think he can do. It's that power that works from within us. And then we become carriers of the love of God. God calls us up in to walking in obedience with him and in partnership wish partnership with him and will show us great and mighty things. That's one of the prayers that I pray that I pray for you every day out of a commitment to the Lord who has given me this holy assignment. I pray God's blessing on you today. I pray that he will begin to show you the above and beyond as you walk in the atmosphere of his love under the direction of his Holy Spirit. Until next time, God bless you in Jesus' name.